For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Hello and welcome to another episode of Castology, the podcast where we tell you what podcasts you should be listening to podcast. while podcasting. Podcast. I am Zane C. Webber, just one of your castologists. Here with me are two others to my left. Patrick Shearer. To my right. Liz Best. And we are going to tell you some podcasts to listen to. And then we're going to review the podcast we told you to listen to last week. So I hope you've done your homework. You better have done your homework. Otherwise, suspension for you. Unless you're listening to us for the first time. Are the microphones on during the intro? Costology, is that, are we able to talk? During that, or we, because we, no, no one says anything during that. I'm just, we wondering. just be quiet while yeah. it's playing. Usually, I will mute you, right, during that. Right. But if you forget to, this time I didn't because I was like, no, they're going to behave themselves. <laughs> yeah, I'm but just now curious. Now we're not because I felt a compulsion to go astrology. <laughs> and it's the first time I've ever had that compulsion too. Something I was like, wouldn't it be funny if all three of us just went astrology? I mean, it's just me. <laughs> <laughs> I did that. <laughs> okay. <Idiots>. So, uh, <laughs> first up, we are going to tell you the podcast that we think you should listen to. We've got a theme. We've got a theme. We sometimes have a theme. This one, we do have a theme. And it is a theme of theatre. Because we're theater. all actors. We are theatrical people. We're dramatic. We're those in, nerdy drama kids dramatic. at school. We have emotions. And feelings, and we like to act them out in front of other people in a cathartic manner. Yeah, and record them for other people to see slash hear. So Patrick, we aren't the drama kids in school. We're cooler than that. I'm leading this episode, and I want you to go first. Ooh. Okay. I wasn't a nerdy drama kid. I was no. just a drama kid. Thank you very much. <laughs> I just said we weren't nerdy. I was only joking. I you was, played sport, didn't cool. you? I was cool. Oh, I was terrible at sport. Actually, I was, the, I was, I the was in the lowest rugby team every year. But I got higher because more and more people dropped out. So I went from the H's to the G's to the E to the F's to the E's. And then I don't know what any of that means. It's But you were still in the rugby team. You still played. In a rugby team. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't played call it the rugby team. No sport, but I was debating and public speaking captain. Right. At I did rowing for two days. You have to get up at four o'clock in the morning. Oh, to do oh of course. Yeah, no. I did cricket when I was a kid, uh, like grade four to grade six. Terrible at it. I was the captain of sports technology, a captainship invented specifically for me. Wow. <laughs> wow. I was in charge of keeping score on all the carnivals, et cetera, et cetera. Oh, okay. Excel spreadsheets. Wow. Yeah. You are That's a nerd. Impressive. I am a nerd. I've never <laughs> said That's I was impressive. not. Yeah, I did no acting in high school. I did drama as a subject, but That's I was it, never yeah. in any of the school musicals Yeah, because or the school like musicals that. rehearsed on a Friday afternoon after school, and that's when we would go to either Indrapilly's Shopping Centre or the Winter Garden and smoke and hang out with girls. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just didn't do it because I was always like, oh, God, they can sing and I can't sing. I've since found out that I can sing. That's I knew that nice. I could sing and could act, but I didn't. 
The end. The end. Until I was yeah. well into my 20s. I did my first show because I was in a shitty relationship and I saw an ad in the paper oh. for auditions and I went, that might get me out of the house a bit and he ended up breaking up with me because I got too much confidence from doing all the theatre and I was like, yeah, fuck you, fuck off out of this Well, that's life. a really good... Good segue into like, <laughs> let's get everyone who isn't into theatre into theatre and get them some confidence. Patrick, mm-hmm. what are you recommending? I'm recommending for you guys the only ever acting or theatrical podcast that I've ever come across. They're not really in my wheelhouse, but this one I quite enjoyed. It's called Inside Acting and there's two gentlemen who host the show who are also actors, but I'm not really in it for them. I'm in there for the guests. So basically they'll get a, an actor on, uh, famous or no, just someone that they know perhaps or someone who's probably well known in the area and just talk to them about their process and maybe their story, um, how they got to where they were if they are quite well established. Um, yeah, pretty simple format, two people, one guest. Uh, they usually have like a rambly sort of thing at the beginning where they'll talk about what they've been doing as actors. Um, so where where are they based? Are they like somewhere acting central? I imagine they they're like- LA based. Okay. Yeah. I don't. I, I, I can't. Quite that is remember. the acting capital of the it world. It is. Well, yeah. For film, would you, would you say that New York is the theater capital? Yes. Yeah. Definitely. Because mm. all, all all the U.S. and North American tours go out of New York and a lot of the crew's performances audition there as well. Mm. Uh, West End in London maybe, but they're mostly movie actors on this podcast. Is that correct? Um, well, I think they're, they're mostly – no, I don't think they're mostly anything. Because like, even, even, the, even the movie actors that you end up hearing about, like you, they talk about their theatre days and their theatre experiences and they're probably still doing theatre as well. Oh, maybe you just they are in probably don't really hear about it as, as much. Um, it's fun though to, um, to if you're ever travelling to London or New York, which I have never, but some people who I know have, and they're like, oh, well, we should go see some theatre. And then I, you go through what's playing at the time and it's like, oh, my God, Dave and Tennant and uh, Damien Lewis or... Adam Driver, they're all just doing theatre in these locations. And it's like, yeah, we'll go see that, obviously, you mook. Obviously. Mm. I mean, I know you're going, aren't you? To To New New York York. City. That's why I was doing it the other day. In October. Yeah, I was looking at things for – because Gina was – Gina's obviously travelling with you. Yeah, because we're friends and we're travelling Are you going to get to see To Kill a Mockingbird? I want to and Gina doesn't. So Mm. I'm going to see it without it. Because who's in To Kill a Mockingbird? She also doesn't want to see – Jeff Daniels. Yeah. Um, and Celia Keenan-Bolger and um, she also doesn't want to see Beetlejuice, which I really want to see just for the visuals. I ju- like okay, Just yeah, give me the, the visuals. visuals. Are, you, are you going to see King Kong for the visuals as well? I already saw it in Melbourne when it came out. Okay, it was spectacular. An it Adam wasn't Driver a musical. Thing, it was an experience. Here, but Hades Town. Liz also. goes to New York. The podcast. See yeah, Hades right. Town. It deserves Sorry. all the well, I mean, the one. Look, it's pretty straightforward. Inside acting. Uh, yep. These guys will talk about what they've been doing. Any tips that they might have for you. Um, any relation to inside the actor's studio? No. No. Not Is it a similar format? Um. Have you ever seen Inside the Actor's yeah, Studio? Yeah, yeah, I've watched a bit of Inside the Actor's Studio, but it's not like it's in front of a live studio audience okay. or anything like that. And so just kind of interview. You can't replace to uh, James. Is his name James? What's his name? The guy. Oh, yes, probably. Hosty McHost. He's great. You yeah, know, James McHostess. Replace, replace him. But <laughs> okay, yeah. so Inside Actor. Find an act. Find an actor you like, basically, or not. You know, maybe someone you don't know. So in my research, 
they have stopped releasing podcasts under Inside Acting. The last podcast was June 2018. Mm-hmm. But they do have like 300 episodes back catalogue all up there for you to listen yeah, to. Yeah, yeah. So. Well, the classic ones that I listen to are J.K. Simmons mm-hmm. and Kevin Sorbo. I do enjoy Hercules, J.K. Simmons. Hercules, Hercules. Yeah, and I grew up watching Hercules a lot, so these are obviously everyone? stood out to me. Mm-hmm. I think Doug Jones has been on there as well, who's also been in everything. For those of you who don't know Doug Jones, he's the guy who wears the prosthetics in all the movies. He's the the thin, the thin, tall, gangly dude. Mm. Hellboy. Oh yeah. And that uh, that Dennis Quaid movie where all the where all the uh, the demons came at them when they're in the diner. Also, Pan's Labyrinth. Yeah. I wonder how his skin is. Marvelous. Yeah, Under all those prosthetics. <laughs> so many treatments all the time. <laughs> so next we're going to Liz. I'm going last this time. Okay, fine. You go last. I will. Okay, so rather than um, a, a podcast that was aimed at, uh, you know, people who want to learn more about acting or theatre, I picked a podcast that was literally theatre. Mm. So I'm doing Ooh. the musical podcast 36 Questions. So it's a three-part podcast. It's a podcast in three acts. Um, it stars Jonathan Groff. Sure does. Um, as you, who you will know from either Frozen or Mindhunter, depending Which on the type of person you are. <laughs> he was Christoph. Was, was Christoph the good, the good one? The nice yeah. one. Okay, yeah. one with the reindeer. The other yeah. guy, Hans, is my favourite actor, Santino Fontana. He just won a Tony. Mm. I'm very excited by him. Um, but anyway, this is Jonathan Groff, who I'm also very excited by. And he uh, – oh, what's the name of the girl that is – I just looked her up. The name of the girl that – Jesse Shelton is opposite him. So basically it's called 36 Questions because there is this quiz – that actually exists called 36 questions about 36 questions that can make you allegedly fall in love yeah. with a person. So it was popularised in a New Yorker article yes. and then it went through a brief uh, like fad yes. phase. So what this musical is about is about a couple who are – it's been a while since I've listened to it. So it's a couple who are struggling and she tries to get him to answer the 36 questions so they, to yeah, fall so back in love. they – Answered the questions. Well, at the start of their relationship. Not at the start of the – yeah, at the start of the relationship. But They not. answered the questions. Yes, that's right. Then some spoilers happened and they broke up. Then she comes back and let's say, let's do it again and if it works, it works. Yeah, exactly. Um, and the reason why I'm bringing this to the table is not because I thought it was the most brilliant thing ever done. I really enjoyed it. But it's because I love that it was done. I love the fact that somebody wrote a musical and they didn't need Broadway Millions to put it on. They just did it in a podcast format and I say more of this. Um, I really want to know what you boys think so I've recommended listening to all three acts because it's basically the length of a normal musical slash movie. I've listened to this a number of times before and I did a whole thing on it on my other podcast, Musical Storm Everything I Know. Which I assumed you would have. Um, so I, I, I just, I love that this, I love that podcasting is giving a new format to, and I, and I would definitely call this theater, even mm. though it is a podcast, I wouldn't be like radio play or whatever. This is theater. Yeah. And you will hear more from me. It reminds me of my revolutionary idea for theater and virtual reality to put an omnidirectional camera on stage with top Broadway yeah. actors so that you can look around and oh, be look, on stage with Ian them. There's Ian McKellen doing King Lear. Oh, look, there's Judy Dench sitting across from him. 
Yeah, I would be in that. Not in it. Well, I might be in that, mm. but I would like to also partake in watching that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or just a camera hitched to a drone. And you can actually Well, in my head, you've got... Uh, you fly it into Ian McKellen's you've got head. Multi, you've got multi-cameras. <laughs> so you've got like one in the upstage right, upstage left in the corners. How awful and would that be to watch for the as yourself? Like because it would be slightly distorted. So if you're watching yourself perform, you're like, is my ass that big? <laughs> really? <laughs> no. So yes, that's my recommendation and Zane. Wonderful. On to you. Uh, so my recommendation this week is theatrical in the sense that it is an improvised story both week to week and an overarching season called Hello from the Magic Tavern. Uh, Hello from the Magic Tavern is quite a famous podcast. It uh, it kind of had a swell of popularity about, I'm going to say about eight months ago and it has since kind of quelled down a little bit. Um, so the premise is that Arnie Niekamp who is a game developer and improv actor uh, from Chicago, fell through a magical rift behind a Burger King and landed in the magical land of Foon. Luckily, he had his laptop and podcasting equipment, so now he can do a podcast there in the uh, the Vermilion Minotaur uh, with his two co-hosts, Usador and Chunt. Usador is a wizard, of course, and Chunt is a changeling currently in the form of... Of a badger. Uh Uh-huh. Currently. (laughs) Currently. Mm -hmm. Uh, He can change into anything that he has sex with. Right. (laughs) Mm -hmm. That's how he changes forms. Why did he have sex with a badger? Well, he's a changeling and he wanted to be a badger. (laughs) Or he fell in love with a badger. You can fall in love with badgers, Liz. I don't think I'd want to fuck anything that I I wanted to become. In in later episodes, (laughs) he he falls in love and gets engaged to Tusador who is as someone who thinks that he's a wizard like Usador but isn't and so they can't have sex or then Chunt will turn into Tusador and then there would be two Tusadors. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sure we'll get it. <laughs> it's, it's a bit bizarre. Are but are you saying you wouldn't fuck Jason Momoa to become Jason Momoa? I wouldn't want to become Jason Momoa, but I wouldn't say no. To <laughs> <laughs> what about have sex with Shalice Theron to become Shalice Theron? Well, that I could manage. <laughs> but she's not a fucking badger. <laughs> well, Chunt isn't a badger either. He's just in the form of a badger. I would never want to become a badger. <laughs> in, in this situation, you haven't. <laughs> I've seen a badger. You had sex with Liz and became Liz. And I'm fine with that because both of those things are excellent. I've seen a badger fight a lion and win. Do you want to go and weird, have sex with a badger now? It's a weird brag. No, I just mean I, I think badgers, you don't knock badgers. Yeah, don't knock badgers. Uh, yeah, so basically. Uh, I wouldn't each... want to turn into anything that I have sex with. Well, okay. I mean, then I would be my ex-boyfriends at some point, and that's just awful. Well, well, like like Chance figured out, you can't just have sex willy nilly. Can you turn back <laughs> into yourself just by whacking off? No, you have to have sex with another badger. Oh, if you if you identify as a badger, you could never become yourself again because there is not another you on earth. 
No, because form to him is kind of pointless. Right, we're we're okay. getting a anyway. much more philosophical than this podcast is. Uh, basically, each week they'll interview uh, some other patron of the Vermilion Minotaur, be they like a fairy or a talking rat or the owner of the Vermilion Minotaur uh, or a mimic that's been pretending to be a table the whole time and has listened <laughs> to everything that they're saying. Um, there's lots of Dungeons & Dragons references, a lot of theatre references, a lot of... Uh, a lot of one of their favourite games is to say that uh, – re- to reference a real-world thing and then justify what it is in Foon. Uh, so, nice. yeah, The Late Late Show might not be a TV show. It might just be, um, I don't know, a bard that, that sings a song at 3 a.m. <laughs> every <laughs> night. Um, yeah, so that is Hello from the Magic Tavern. I've suggested episodes for you. Uh, for Patrick, it was Ginlevia the Red, uh, which uh, guest starred Felicia Day um, as Usador's uh, unrequited lover, maybe, or maybe it's required. I don't know. And then for Liz, episode 95, which was Tom the Spy. Okay. Most of them are fine to just jump in. They do a pretty good job of recapping uh, or start at the start because obviously it's, a, it's an ongoing story. Mm. Yeah. Cool. Right on. Those are the recommendations. Now, time for the reviews. Dun, dun, dun. I think we should start with Liz's recommendations of Deadly Manners. I first knew up. you would say that. Off air, Zane's like, oh, I've got a lot to say. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. I didn't have a lot to say. I said I had things to say. But honestly, it's just because I, I threw to Patrick first for his recommendation. So I'm throwing you first as a review because I I, I've now sense. been made... I've just been made aware that you're both keeping score of who's my favourite. So yes. And we know it's me, so you need to throw <laughs> Patrick a bone every now and then. Yes, that's correct. So, Deadly Manners. What did you think, Pat? Um, do we not do this thing? Ah, uh, yes. Can you describe Deadly Manners? Just a little recap. Yes, a little, a little recap. Good point. Patrick remembered that we did something that we forgot. This is amazing. He's got his business pants on today. He's wearing his I've business pants. I've got my pants. business pants. Uh, so Deadly Manners is a radio play podcast in the style of Agatha Christie's And Then They Were None, except it's featuring a whole lot of really camp kind of um, writing and performances from people like uh, Michelle Visage, RuPaul, um, Kristen Bell, Anna Klumpsky... And people of the like. It is a big cast. Massive cast. Big, uh, big well-known cast. An yes. enormous cast. I had no idea that these were the people behind it. Yes. I just thought it was randos doing rando things. No. Just randos. Just Michelle randos. Visage, you can't not hear. If you unless, know Michelle Unless you Visage. don't know unless who she is. If you know Michelle, you hear Michelle. Well, who is Michelle? She. Barbara? Michelle Visage is RuPaul's offsider in they do a podcast called Where's the Tea? Is uh, it? Yeah. Um but also she is on RuPaul's no, Who does she play? Who does she play? I don't remember. It's been a while. Oh. Is it Esther? There's a massive cast, so I don't yeah, remember I who's think she's who. The Jewish wife. Oh, oh yeah. yes, yes, yeah. yes. Yeah. Well, the really yes. brash one. Okay. Well, yes, had I known that, I'm sure I would have guessed. How many episodes are there? I listened to three. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Ten, I believe. Ten. Yes, ten episodes. Perhaps I'll listen to ten all to of them. Ten to complete the act. Oh, perhaps. Oh, wow. Perhaps I'll count that as a subscribe then. Uh, well, You've got to want to know maybe. who'd done it. Yeah, but maybe it's one of those things that I can um, 
give to you to tell me. No, not this one. (laughs) Can we not do the cliff notes? Uh, Not for this one, no. I say Liz says no. Because Liz wants to count. Well, look, I did enjoy it. I had a good time. But you know me and podcasting. I don't listen to podcasts for fun. I'm not here to muck around. But if I make you have fun. here to fill my head with useless information. So while I did enjoy it, it is not the sort of thing that I would ordinarily listen to, but I'm glad you showed it to me anyway because I thought it was quite enjoyable. theatre episode, could you not listen to this and take from it notes on performing just in an audio medium? I didn't think about that at all, perhaps but perhaps I will in, in the future. Medium? Writing, I thought, like I quite liked how it was campy, but I did like... In terms of being a study in how to write a radio play, I think mm. it was nicely done. Because I would like to do a radio Zane play. Zane goes, I disagree nope. with you there. <laughs> like all the time I'm just like, you are reading, you're reading a screenplay. Like I can almost, the narrator that's like reading screen direction uh, instead of like getting exposition across in dialogue, the narrator is just like, and so the the. The, the maid busied herself by cleaning a, a dirty tabletop. I'm like, firstly, in this very fancy party in the foyer, is there a very dirty tabletop? Well, <laughs> there could be drunk, party? rich people spilling wine on a very... There could be. There could be. Out the performances I loved and it is high camp, which Huge is, which is great. But yeah, I, it really kind of made me cringe writing-wise. Um, but I know, I mean, that's... That's something that someone else could totally forgive if they if that is the style of show that they want to listen to. Because, and I think I mentioned this when I recommended it, because I used to listen to a lot of the like Poirot radio plays and stuff yes. like that. Yeah, this yeah. is a this is almost a very Fatal Murder style send up of that. Like they've taken that and like upped the camp to two eleven, um, and it's just. It's it's very silly, and I must say that I listen. It was probably the third podcast I ever listened to. Oh, really? So I didn't notice. Even as a writer, I didn't notice the issues that you're talking about because I was listening to it more as an homage to the yeah. Christies that I used to listen to. And, uh, like viewing it through that lens, I get it. Yeah. Um, it's just all the time listening to this, and I I listened to the first two episodes, and then I went back and listened to the first episode, and then I went on to the third episode. Or I couldn't stop myself from like rewriting it line by line as they went through. Just like it would have been so, so much more fun if. When are you writing one. yours and when are yeah. you casting us? Well, uh, I guess later this year, early next year. Perfect. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> okay, so that's Deadly Manners. Did you have anything else to say about Deadly Manners? Um, I did, and then I totally forgot what it was. So you so are you are interested in listening to the rest of it? Yes. Whereas I don't think I will be vaguely. Back It'll take me a while, but I'll probably I'm counting get there. It. I, I do like the I do like all the all the vocal performances, but I would prefer. I'm not notes. giving. <laughs> Just listen to it at two speed. Oh, I did. It's no, you're getting none of. You're an actor. You're getting none of the performance value out of no, this. No, I've I've managed to just trick my brain into because so now if I listen to something at normal speed, it sounds slowed down. So you need to. I think you should do what Zane said and listen to it for performance, like vocal performing and stuff like that. Because there's some quite nice uh, vocal. I will. I will take notes on the next one. Mm-hmm. Well, let's. 
go over to Patrick's recommendation from last week, which was Tiny, Tiny Desk, Desk Concerts, yeah. which is the third NPR podcast I believe I've brought to the table. We've all got kind of like a brand that well, this we is, keep. Like I, hmm. I, I review a lot of Wondery stuff and you've got a lot Do of I NPR have a brand? stuff. I don't know. You this just happens to be. I think yours are just mostly the user NPR. submissions. You actually are the ones that bring the user submissions to the table. Um, I do bring them. I try not to do more than one in three. I would like to do more, so I'm going to go through the list this week and replace a couple of mine. We have just got a whole bunch more, so thank you to everyone who has been submitting. Um, We do read them, we do listen to them. Uh, So, yeah, keep that up. And if you have a podcast or if you love a podcast, send it through. But Tiny Desk desk Concerts. concerts. This is quite different to the other NPR podcasts that I brought before, being Radiolab and Radiolab Presents More Perfect. Mm -hmm. This basically puts famous or less famous artists in a room in front behind a little tiny desk to do a concert for the people in the audience. Um, They're all filmed as well, so you can view them on YouTube or you can just listen. I prefer to watch and listen. Um, But, yeah, that's basically the crux of it. What did you guys think? I gave you some recommendations. So I ignored your recommendations. You should not have done that. (laughs) Completely. Because here's what I did. I went to listen to the recommendations and then they're like, just a reminder that this is the audio and you can find the videos. And I went, why am I listening to the audio when I can find videos? So literally the first thing I did was jump online. I kind of wanted you to do that. And then Google Tiny, desk. what is it? Desk concerts. concerts. Tiny, desk um, concerts. Tiny Desk Concerts. And then I saw the first video that popped up was Weezer. So I went, well, I'm going to watch that one. Mm. And then the next one that popped up was Sesame Street. And I'm like, well, I'm definitely watching that one. <laughs> um, so I didn't actually technically listen to the podcast at all. I just watched videos. Well, look, I honestly kind of this. I kind of wanted you guys to watch some of the performances as opposed to listen to them. Like St. Paul and the Broken Bones in particular, I think, is more of a visual Oh, it's an audio, audible feast, but it's it's visually it's quite cool as well. Audio, or the, or the audio, like if I close my eyes a couple of times and went, if I was just listening to this on audio, would I still find it entertaining? And I would, but the visuals add a lot mm. to this. As someone who has both listened to the podcast and watched the videos, let me give you my take. Just watch the videos. Yeah. Yeah. The audio is sometimes fun, sometimes fine, but there are better ways to listen to music. Um, unless there is one specific song or performance yeah. that you love, then you can get it in an audio format mm. and, and have it there. And have it there for you. Whereas like some of them, yeah, make very little sense context-wise. I would wholeheartedly See, for me, recommend the video. some of the takes though, like if I just yeah. had the mm, – because I almost want to just like, for example, that – I don't know if you listen to the Rye one, but the first – the first song that they perform, I would just take that as an audio file and, and listen to that. I mean, it is yeah. beautiful to watch, but but it, it's it's far better than like the studio recording. Yeah, for a lot yeah, of them, yeah. that the, the, this is way better than the studio recording. And, and I, I don't mean that the podcast has no place. It's just no. like this 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 content is much more enjoyable on a first consumption. As a video. See, for me, mm. this would be like going to see a musical and loving the songs and then wanting to hear the songs in my car. It's not as wonderful as seeing yeah. the musical, but because I'm already familiar with the material, I want to access that material in a yeah, different yeah, way. Absolutely. Mm. So I think, especially if you want to support an artist that you know and enjoy, 
download it and listen and to it. And it's a good way to find new artists, yeah, I but, think. Well, that's what I tried to do cute. with my recommendations, but you didn't seem to want to adhere to that at all. I, well, I, I saw I Sesame Street and Weezer <laughs> and I got excited. No, fair enough. I listened to some Paul and the Broken Bones. I listened to Leon Bridges. I listened to Anderson Pack. Anderson Pack, which I think has the best one. Um, and then I also listened to the Weezer one and then I tried to find the same videos. Mm. Yeah. So yeah, interesting, interesting concept. Yes, yeah, super uh, interesting. Concept. I'm not sure if it's like a great stand uh, as a podcast. It, I in, just like as its title. Of, yeah, tiny yeah. desk concert. <laughs> it's so little. I kind of have the idea. You know the Charlie Brown character that plays yes, on a little piano. Yeah, that's kind of what I wanted. Yeah. yeah. Sorry, yeah. didn't deliver that. Okay, so Sorry. guys. Take note for your podcast, smaller desks. <laughs> we want teeny tiny desk concerts. And please, if you could uh, call that out in, in your introductions. Yes. Okay, so that was tiny desk concerts. So let's move on to my recommendation from last week, which was Dragon Friends, which was a, li- a recording of a live performance of a Dungeons & Dragons game in Melbourne. Okay, so the second that I heard this was Dungeons & Dragons because you guys are such <laughs> fucking nerds and you're always <laughs> like, are you coming to D&D on Saturday? And I'm like, eh, you're going to D&D. I was like, oh, God, another D&D podcast. I laughed my ass yeah. off at this and I was so <laughs> angry at you, yes, you for did. finding it so funny because <laughs> I was like, oh, God, this, oh, oh, shit, they're funny. And then I was laughing in my car because I listened to um, from the first episode of their second campaign. Yep. Um, so I listened to one episode and before I um, even knew what was happening, I'd listened to three episodes and I went, okay, Elizabeth, stop now. <laughs> you are not a nerd. And then I was like, maybe I am this kind of nerd. I don't know. But I found it really – I loved the girl who was playing like the ogre character, whatever she was. Yeah. She's so funny. <laughs> I, I, Yeah, I liked this in spite of myself and it made me angry at <laughs> you for making me find it so friggin' funny. Well, I did warn you that this was a Dungeons & Dragons podcast for not Dungeons & Dragons players. Like yeah. this, is, this is the entertainer part of the game. And I went, oh, Did yeah, you learn right, how to fine, play? Entertain me. No, well, I, look, I, from between this and the film re-roll, like I've got a sort of a – and then from that game that we played, the Betrayal House, whatever it was. Oh, right? yeah. Betrayal and House on the Hill. Yeah, that one. Um, I kind of get the idea of, of like, you know, rolling to see if you can do a particular thing based on how much strength or whatever your character mm, yeah. already has. But I guess what I don't get about D&D is like, like – how you decide when you're supposed to roll. The That's dungeon just master sort of, yeah. usually tells you. Yeah. Right. So you so if you go, I'm gonna do this and then like no you can't, you gotta to roll to see if you can do it first. Yeah. yeah. Or and you can say you can I roll to see if I can, can do you, this. Can you do a thing where you like try to slip in doing something without having to roll for it? They do it all the time on, yeah. <laughs> on Dragon Friends. Like, I'm gonna go and smash kick him in the face. <laughs> and the dungeon master's very rarely like, Yeah, you smash kick him in the face. <laughs> like, no, you're gonna to have to roll to see if you can yeah. smash kick him in the face. I think don't tell anybody, but I think I'm gonna to have to let you guys act teach me how to play. Yes. Don't tell anybody. How am I not going to tell anybody? Don't that? wreck my reputation. <laughs> oh yes, your stellar reputation is already not being a nerd. I'm such a cool kid. <laughs> I'm like the coolest nerd you'll ever meet. And what about you, Patrick? As the uh, the other seasoned Dungeons and Dragons. I listen fan. to this at the gym because I'm not a nerd. Because <laughs> you're a fucking jock. Well, I was yeah. playing footy. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I did listen to this as a, at the gym. To Dragon Friends. And I looked like a dickhead because <laughs> I couldn't. I was like 
doing a bench press and then I would be like, (laughs) 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 I had this big dumb smile on my face. I started with uh, season five. Oh, wow. So that's the most recent one? Just because, yeah, because the first episode of season five was titled He's a Loose Unit. And I was like, (laughs) I'm a pretty loose unit. That's a good place to start. (laughs) But it was good. I didn't feel like I need... Well, you said just start from the beginning like of a season and they'll do a brief recap. And I understand how the game works. So basically they talked about what they did. They went to outer space and all this stuff, which sounds like fun. I might go back and listen to that. Uh, So, but yeah, it it was hilarious. So the guy who's... You've, are you up to date? You've seen, yes. you've listened to season yeah, So yeah, the yeah. guy who's playing the short Asimir artificer, mm-hmm. is he a common, a usual guest? Because they said he was like returning. He's he's a returning player with right. a new character. Right, right, right. Well, he was fucking hilarious. Yes. <laughs> yeah, they were all hilarious. And so what is it? So you've got three players, you've got a DM and you've got another guy doing the voices. One or two people doing the voices yeah. of the NPCs and then... I think they have a musician as well. Yeah, the, yeah, the, yeah. I, I noticed the musician. and I feel like they didn't have it in the first episode, but in the second episode, and it really added to it. Yeah. Yeah. It just got me thinking, God damn it, Zane, why have we not done this yet? Because I've been talking about this similar thing with Ben, where Ben would be the DM who is the DM for our Dungeons & Dragons campaign. DM's and Dungeon I would Master do the voices, the and nerds. Dom would also do the voices, and it just occurred to me we could get Jai to be in there as well and then we'd have a bunch of hilarious players to do it so this yeah I love this and I want to do exactly the same thing one thing that I did want to <laughs> mention it's a thing that can be done the reason why I started at season 2 instead of season 1 is that I think I tried to start at season 1 and they had a comment about how shit the audio quality was so I went okay well I'm going to skip forward yeah. to the better I didn't listen to the bad audio quality I'm sure it's fine in terms of audio quality it's but fine. that's it's just, why it's just I skipped to season recording. 2 I did yeah. like that they pointed that out though because it made me go like rather than going oh listen to this it made me go oh okay cool like because I'm all for podcasts growing and getting better at recording things and whatnot so yeah all right well that's a resounding thumbs up I didn't know I didn't know if we we, I would get two thumbs up from that one but I'm glad that I did um I wasn't I wasn't (laughs) like on the first like it was it was it took me a little while to get into it and then after the first like smirk I had I was like okay yeah yeah yeah. this was me I was like girl girl okay fine okay fine fine. now I'm laugh crying what more do you want from me okay and just to recap uh, our recommendations for our theatre themed episode uh, we have 36 questions the podcast musical from Liz Mm -hmm. we have uh, inside acting see Inside si, si, oh, si, si, yep. Spanish. Spanish, I get it. <laughs> and for me, it was Hello from the Magic Tavern. Two very similar podcasts for me mm-hmm. in two weeks. Uh, let's see if I can keep that up. Uh, until I did then, Deadly Manners and 36 Questions. That's so. true, I, I guess. Until then, I have been Zane C. Weber, one of your castologists, here with the others. Patrick Shearer. And I remain Elizabeth Best. And we'll catch you next time, everyone. Farewell. Hi, I'm Morgan Phillips and I'm a human. And I'm Isabella Vallette and I'm also a human. But I was raised by fairies and now I'm taking my human friend Morgan in to meet all of the mythological creatures that I know. Every Sunday we meet a new mythological creature and interview them about their life in a modern day context. Such as... The Night King from Game of Thrones. Funicula, the friendly vampire brother of Dracula. We've met the Loch Ness Monster. Santa. The Volpertinger. The Devil. And a Mermaid. And many more. We release all our interviews as a podcast called Off of the Fairies, where we interview a new mythological logical creature every week living in a modern day world come join us oh, that's not kind of productions podcast
Isn't it curious that every member of your family has a different voice? That a baby can recognize their mother's voice from inside the womb? That identical twins have the exact same vocal cords but usually don't sound similar? And teenagers can sense the tone of their dad's voice when he says, I'll think about it. Even over WhatsApp. I'll think about it. Let your family follow their curiosity with unlimited data when you bring everyone's plans together on Vodafone's multi-mobile red family plan. Get a third plan for only 15 euro per month. 12 month contract, 15 euro per month. Max speed 10 megabits per second applies when you add red unlimited SIM only as a third plan with red family. See Vodafone.ie for full terms. For generations, Cash and Carry Kitchens has been trusted by Irish families to design, build and guarantee kitchens of exceptional quality. And with 15 showrooms nationwide, there's a Cash and Carry Kitchens near you. Visit our website or call 1-890-9292-26 to book a free consultation with one of our expert designers. Cash and Carry Kitchens. For generations, we've been at the heart of Irish homes. Find your nearest showroom at cashandcarrykitchens.com. Ça y est.